Isaiah invites the Lord to sit on the throne of Isaiah's heart. Let's pick back up verse 5. So I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sin purged. What does Isaiah do? Isaiah confesses the condition of his own heart. Matthew 12 tells us that, by the way, that unclean lips are the result of an unclean heart. But before we can minister to others, before we can care for the needs of others, we must permit God to minister to us. Before we pronounce woe to someone else, we must first declare, woe is me. Woe is me. Here's what's happening. Isaiah has a clear view of himself. And he realizes that the Lord should be sitting on the throne of Isaiah's heart. And what does Isaiah do? He gets out of the way of the throne of his heart. He says, woe is me. I'm looking at myself, and I'm a man of unclean lips. Behold, I live in the midst of a people who have unclean lips, and who am I to go and declare anything of the Lord? And then he realizes, oh, if I surrender the control center and allow God to sit on the control center of my life and make the calls and make the decisions, then I can go in his name. If you've you've never given your life to Christ, then let me encourage you to do so. Let me encourage you, if you're watching online, if you're in person, if you've never given your life to Christ, I'll make myself available. I'll talk with you. I'll spend time with you. I'll I'll do what I can to, to explain to you and show you within the Scriptures what it means to give that control center to the Lord. If you have given your life to Christ... Do you find yourself trying to share the throne? I mean, do you find yourself trying to nudge Christ off of the throne? Christ will not share the throne. You can't half-cheek the throne of your heart with God. Can I say that? Is that that permissible to say you can't do that? You know, you can't be pushing him off. He wants to reign in your life. And he wants, he doesn't want you to commit idolatry by placing yourself on that throne. That was the biggest problem that Judah was having. They wanted to call all the shots and ignore God. Let's wrap up with key point number three. Key point number three then is this. Isaiah shares the Lord's message. But the people whom he shares it with remain on their own thrones. It's really kind of a disappointing ending to the chapter. I want you to listen. Isaiah 6, we'll pick it back up at verse 9. 
And he said, go and tell this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy they're shut and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and, re- and return and be healed. Then I said, how long, Lord? He's wanting to know, how long do I need to do this? How long do I need to proclaim this message? And he answered, until the cities are laid waste and without inhabitant. The houses are without a man and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. But yet a tenth will be in it and will return and be for consuming in a terebinth tree or as an oak whose stump remains when it is cut down so the holy seed shall be its stump. God wanted Isaiah to continue to proclaim the message of repentance even though the people won't listen. Even though they're going to continue to sit on that throne of their own heart and even though they're going to ignore him, he said, you keep proclaiming that message. You keep doing it. Those people are going to refuse to see their sinfulness. Even though the people remain on their thrones, you keep proclaiming. You know, God doesn't have to make your heart hardened. In fact, it happens automatically because of the fall. Because of our sinful nature, our heart naturally hardens. But listen to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 36, verse 26 says this. This is the Lord declaring. It says, and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. You see what's happening? God is saying, listen, I want to sit on that throne but your throne needs to be replaced. It's hardened. I'm just going to bring one and give you a new one. But I want to sit on it. It's not for you to sit on. I want to be the, at the control center. I want to, to, to be the one calling the shots. And then Isaiah is looking at this world of people and looking at Judah and going, all of these people are, are refusing to do that. Their hearts are hard. How long am I supposed to proclaim this message to the people who won't listen, to a people whose hearts are hardened? These people refuse to see. These people have hard hearts. God responds, you keep doing it. Even when things get worse, even as things get worse than the, as, as they are now, even as the nation dwindles away to nothing but a stump, you remain faithful. So let me ask you, have you had spiritual heart surgery? The type of heart surgery that says, God, I need you to remove this this old heart of stone and give me a new heart. 
Give me a new one. Give me one that's not so hardened. Give me one that's receptive to your ways. Give me one where I will submit to your ways. Give me one where I don't try to sit on it and I recognize, Lord, that you are the rightful one to sit on this throne. Because when you give your heart to Christ, you're giving him a heart of stone and he is replacing it with a heart of flesh from which he rules and reigns. If you've never accepted Christ into your life, let me invite you to do that very thing. Let's bow our heads just for a moment. And if you've never accepted Christ, I want to lead you in a prayer. You might be here in person, you might be watching online, but I want to lead you in a prayer that I'm going to ask you not to just... uh, Listen to the prayer. I want you to to listen in such a way that you say, Lord, this is me. This is my prayer. And make it your own. Maybe you could pray something like this. Dear Jesus, thank you for making me and loving me. Even when I've ignored you and gone my own way. I realize I need you in my life. And I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you for dying on the cross for me, and please help me to understand it more. As much as I know how, I want to follow you from now on. Please come into my life and make me a new person inside. I accept your gift of salvation. Please help me to grow now as a Christian. And amen. You know, if you made that prayer your prayer, then let me encourage you to do something. If you're watching online, you can just message us through through, uh, Facebook or however it might be. But on your tables, there are uh, cards uh, that just simply says sign up, and it has a QR code on the other side. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. How is the Lord leading you what is the Lord calling you to do in response? What, what is it that you're the one still sitting on the throne? And how can you respond? Some of you, it might be, you know what? I need to start serving. Some of you need, I need to do this. I need to, I need to get baptized. I need to accept Christ. I need to what? What is it in your life that you, you are currently sitting on that throne and you need to surrender it to Christ? Well, on that card, on the back side is a QR code. And if you take your phone, your camera, you can scan that, and it will take you to a number of options. And you can click on that. It might be salvation to give your life to Christ. It might be, I need to get baptized. It might need, I need to serve and get involved in a small group. Who knows what it might be? I don't know. The Lord is speaking to you. The Lord is calling you to do something where you have been sitting on the throne, and it's time to yield that and give that to Christ and allow Him to sit on that throne. Let me encourage you to take that card and respond when you have opportunity. One last thought, and then we're gonna pray together. When we sit on the throne of our own heart, we are robbing God of the glory that is due his name. Let's pray.